Welcome to the WRSU Crew, the revolutionary show to hear all things sports, from your very own Rutgers Athletics to the hot topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe, coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Friday Crew, 4.01 p.m. Dylan Allen, David Palumbo, Jake Meistel here with you this afternoon. Going to dive into some of the hot topics in sports as of today. Guys, tell me how you're doing on this Friday afternoon. The weekend is upon us. What's up, baby? What's up? I I miss Dylan. You know, I didn't know if I was going to get to see him or at least hear him. Dude, I could see him last time in the reflection on his Zoom thing. Like, I, I was looking at him a little. It was a little weird, but... I, I'm I'm disappointed no Dylan. He's such a good guy, but I mean it's gonna be a good show. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm also disappointed that he doesn't seem to hear seem to be here right now. There's always a chance he might be able to show up <laughs> a little bit during the show, but uh we won't let let's not get our hopes up too high, right? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> as for me, I'm doing fine. How about you, Dylan Allen? Oh, I appreciate you asking oh, me so how I'm doing. Oh that's so gosh. kind of you, Jake. I appreciate that. Me, I'm doing great. It's the weekend, it's um it's it's so far everything in my life is great as of right now except for one thing guys and that's Rutgers basketball. We I and mean, I think that's where we should start today's show. What a segue! I mean, Jeez. I mean, it's just it's the truth. It's the one thing that has just been bothering me this whole week. Rutgers basketball, after a tough loss against Minnesota on the road a week from a week from tomorrow, um, you know they lose earlier this week on Tuesday night in a. It what seemed like they were never in the game from start to finish. Uh, they lose to Maryland, sixty-eight to sixty, I believe. Um, don't get fooled by that final score because it was, I think, a fifteen-point game for most of that one. It 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 was. I think the deficit was even larger at one point. Probably eighteen. Probably yeah, somewhere like around 18, there. Eighteen, maybe even twenty. <laughs> yeah. Last week, I I was very negative. You guys tried to bring me up a little bit, but. I'm sorry. I, I just try to keep it real. I just try to keep it real with you guys. I try. Yeah, but I tried, dude. The tough thing is, see, on is, paper, it's a team they should have smacked. They beat yes, them on the road. I know, but they're not that good. Yeah. They're just not and, a good team. And I mean, uh, you know, the Minnesota loss that was a close game. The whole like, dude, they should have won that through. Too. You know, that's a tough loss, but it happened. But the the Maryland game is just inexplicable. I mean, you know, that's a game that you absolutely are supposed to win, and win like like win well and you don't even come close. You're like, supposed to win both of them. I mean, you're supposed to win both you of don't, them, but like close games They played on the a road, team with seven happen. scholarship players. Seven. How many does Rutgers have? All of them, you think? Rutgers, a, a lot like the women's team, they've played a big rotation at a lot of points in the year. Right. I'm happy that it's kind of gotten lower. We did see a Jaden Jones sighting in the Maryland game, which was, I was a little surprised when he came off the bench, but... I don't. I don't even know. He didn't play that many minutes. I'll look it up. But eleven players played last game. Yeah, I mean, uh, Minnesota James had seven five scholarship players. Seven. Yeah. Well, listen. Um, That's inexcusable. Inexcusable. But if you're if you're a good team, but they're not. They're not a good team. See, this, I hate to say it, but they're not. This is why this game just. This is why this game just ticks me off because I was there and they. If that's Russell, Eric Ayala, who I despise, they just <laughs> were just hitting deep threes the whole game and. It was kind of similar to that Minnesota game where they were just the shots were falling, and although the defense I, against Maryland I don't think was as good against you know the defense against Minnesota, you know Maryland made their shots when they when Maryland got that extra rebound and kicked it out for the open three they knocked it down. It seemed like in that game when Rutgers had that opportunity, you know it would be a Geo Baker miss three, Cliff with the rebound kicks it out to Geo, swings it across to Mulcahy, he takes a corner three, then they miss and then Maryland gets the rebound. 
The other way, it was the other way around for Maryland. They would miss, get the rebound, kick out to Fats Russell from like the logo, and he'd make it five times. And that was the difference of the game. I, I think Rutgers played well enough defense on the perimeter. They just knocked down shots, and the offense, again, was not there. This is now two games in a row at home where the offense really just was not there for Rutgers. And a team that led the Big Ten in Big Ten play with the three-point with the three-point percentage up until that Iowa game. Very surprising that that was a Very stat, surprising. but it's true. But it's true. It's true. And ever since then, it has gone to sleep. Uh, 8 of 24 against Maryland, that's 33% as a team. That's 13%, or it's like 11% under what they were as bad. a team prior. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I mean, you know, we went in the span of two games, you know, right after the Iowa game from talking about, you know, I mean, they might have, like, a, a decent shot at the tournament, no, you know, I, I did not say to... That. The Minnesota loss that was like that really hurting their chances to it's probably a no right guys I yeah mean, it's a no at it's this with, point with Beyond that loss no. to Maryland Maryland I mean, was must win it, even Minnesota and Minnes- a lot of people's v- eyes were must win as well I mean but I cut them some slack because it was a road game and I said if well if they can beat Maryland and and you know win their next three games which I, which were winnable games I would have been like okay that's fine but it, it but you can't lose to Maryland I mean cannot. I mean, the only way, you know, because we're, we're assuming that they're not going to be all of the, you know, really strong teams in February that they're going to have to play. You know, yeah, at, I, at I think that's point, a fair assumption. At this point, it's looking like the only way they could possibly make the NCAA tournament is to win the Big Ten tournament, right? Well, on paper... I don't know about win the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, mathematically, mathematically, they could definitely still make the tournament yes. in regular season. Mathematically. Doesn't using your will. brain and common sense exactly. says no shot. You yeah. know, I mean, like, you could always look at, well, I mean, strength of schedule, you know, the wins that they had, you know, the the quality of those wins. I mean, mathematically, yeah, but anyone who's actually watched this team over the past couple of games and watched them at the beginning of the season, you know, you're, you're starting to kind of see a pattern. You know, there's a chance that they pick it back up and they go on a tear again, but if that's the tail of the season, just really streaky, either really good or really underwhelming, that's not really, you know, a good sign. That's not really what they want to see in the tournament, right? Yeah. Uh, what? The, yeah. That's. I, I just hate hate to say it because like we were looking at the stretch, right? Minnesota, Maryland, who you've already beat, and then Nebraska and Northwestern, right? You can totally go four and zero. These right. are not good teams. They're not good teams. But Rutgers is also not a good team, so it sucks. But I mean, they do have Nebraska tomorrow at six thirty p.m. That who hopefully they can beat. Um, I think we should plug Chris Sakonis and uh, Eddie Kleggy yeah. on the call for that one up in Lincoln. Um, you guys got any thoughts about the game tomorrow? Um, I mean, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna watch it probably, but I mean, they're probably gonna lose. So I mean, there's not too much to get excited about at this point. They're 11 and eight. They were just five and two in Big Ten play. I was like, oh, they were. I think they were like in. They were riding high, third or fourth place. They were, in the they Big were ahead Ten. of top five ranked Purdue. Oh my God! I mean, they were. We were up there with 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 Wisconsin, Illinois, and Michigan State and Ohio State. That's where we were, and now we're with Michigan, Iowa. You know, we're even with Maryland. Like we're down in that span now. Listen, this team can still make. Still make the tournament. Totally. That, you are you are completely right, David, when you say mathematically they can still get in. But, I mean, a loss to Minnesota, a, a, you know, which a game I don't even think we were aware of, or maybe we did bring it up when we talked about it. They had three of their top scorers out with COVID issues that game, and they just had to rely on Peyton Willis. And he, he put up 30 he points off. and went off. went off. Now, to Rutgers' credit, they played good defense. He was just knocking down some crazy shots there. But the point being, you cannot lose a game when you have the roster, your roster fully healthy with your superstars out there. 
You cannot lose that game where Minnesota has one of their four top scorers, and they're really using just depth pieces as the starters in that game. There was a center. I couldn't tell you his name. I'll look it up real quick just yeah. so it's more professional. Oh, he banked in the two threes. Banked in the two threes. And it was like his, second, it was like his first three of his career. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the I know exactly what you're Thompson, talking about. Thompson, he, he played all 40 minutes. Who went of course four, he did. Four of seven, two of three from three, <laughs> oh had 10 points, six rebounds. I, during the game, I was like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. I looked up his stats before the game. He averaged under a point and under a rebound like on the season, yeah, and he up. comes in and does this. So... Even if it was lucky, you know, stuff, you as Rutgers, you cannot allow that. A guy who has never really played averages 0.7 points per game and then give up 10 to him, six rebounds, and expect to win. Like, there was just too much of that. And I think one other guy, um, his name is Luke Lau, Luke Lowe. Oh, he, he went off too. The white, the white kid, yeah, I, I, he played all 40 boy, he minutes. Went off, he, went off. he went off 19 points, 8 of 14, 3 of 5. Um, you know, and I think our our, our colleague here at RSU, Jack Bisset, said that it was like career high in points and three pointers for him and like another player that game. Yeah. So like Minnesota was I, just setting all these different types of team records or, or personal records. It was just unlucky for Rutgers overall. But who cares? But who cares? If if Harper wants to be considered one of the best players in the country and Baker he wants to be He needs to, to show kid, up. Show up. Thank you. Geo showed up in G- that dude, game. Dude, Geo played really 25. well. 25. Geo played really well, but 25 points. I mean, dude, that last play with Harper lowered his shoulder is completely unexcusable too. Yeah. Like, it's just stupid. Yeah, you're yeah, so talented. Stupid. What are you doing? It's don't, inexcusable. Don't let the refs make a call. Like that that shouldn't even Don't put the game in the brains. refs. Yeah. Don't put the game into the refs. You're so hands. good. Don't do that. You only do that in football when you toss up the deep ball and you make the Do you let Jamar Chase alpha you? Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah, get held. Yeah, yeah. Or try and get a PI call. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like I'm looking at these numbers. Let's go back to the Baker Maryland game. Baker played really well. Baker played really well that game. But yeah. we, we go back to this Maryland game. Our top scorer was Ron Harper with 16. Baker did not play really well. In Baker Baker did not play well at all. Um he had, I think, 16 points, fine, fair, but he's 5 of 15, 4 of 9 from 3. So the 4 of 9 was good from 3, I'll give him that. But but the the Ron Harper stat line, if I'm being honest, a lot of it was in garbage time when Rutgers was down 15 in like the last two minutes. They were just giving him the ball, and they were literally giving him layups. So, I mean, I look yeah. at that stat line, and I go, okay, 7 of 16, all right, but he shot 0 of 4 from 3, really didn't do much there. And there were a couple of good looks he had. I remember in the corner, he had a couple of good looks, just yeah. could not fall. Um, even Mulcahy, man, 0 for 3 from 3 as Dude, well. He didn't have a point. Even more so than that, I mean... McConnell I, took too many shots. Yeah, but I was just going to say, like, one thing about Mulcahy, he, he got blown by by Fats Russell yes. about a million times. Yes. It's just, like, constantly. Yes. He and, played so poorly on defense. Yeah. He played horribly. That, and, like, and, he didn't even look like a D1 athlete, like, at all. He looked yeah. really, really bad. That's That That was the issue, if you remember, back when they played Seton Hall. Uh, I forget his that name. That was, like... Forget his name on Seton Hall. Bryce Aiken? Yes, yes. Yeah. He was like their speed point guard yeah. that was able to just drive to the hole with speed. Fats Russell did that, and Mulcahy Russell in both well. games, in both games, yeah, did not play exposed. good defense. But he's like six foot six. I can't, I can't expect him to catch up with somebody like that. I, that's I that's know, on coaching to not have yeah. a better matchup. He Jalen Miller came in the game later and was on him later in the game. That should have been the matchup from the get go. If I'm being honest. Because Jalen Miller has that speed to catch up and, and just keep with him. And that's where the guy like Jacob Young, you're kind of like his Rutgers fan, like, oh, I wish we had that guy. Because he was able to keep up with those quick guards all last year and the year prior. Yeah, I mean, Mulcahy he got exposed. I feel like he's gotten exposed so many games, though, like where it's just frustrating to watch. But, yeah, you mentioned McConnell, dude. He shot 4 for 15. I'm looking at it on my phone. That's that's so bad. It's horrible. The best point in the game. Uh, you were there, you said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you like with your family or in the student section? I was in the student section with a couple of buddies. Oh, I didn't see you. 
Dude, I was there. Oh, you were there? Dude, yeah, that was one of the first things I've been to in a minute. But, yeah, yeah, I was there. But, uh, what's it called? M- right before the half, right? McConnell hit a three. Right. This man sprinted to the locker room thinking the half was over, like raised his hand. It was like five on four for a second. There was like four seconds left in the half. Everyone's yelling at him <laughs> like, dude, the half's not over. He's like, he's so, he's funny. He's, he's, I, I like Caleb a lot, but he's just like, you, he takes too many shots. He took too many shots. Way too game. many. Too many. Dude, four for 15, that's horrible. And three of them were from three. So you're telling me he was he was one of 11 from the floor outside <laughs> of three so balls? Bad. That's horrible. That's so, and, like, when you look at Caleb, you're like, oh, that oh mid-range? Like, oh, that's a shot. Or one of nine. That's a good me. shot. That's a shot. Like, oh, he looks confident for mid-range. That's so bad. Uh, Bro, they're such a bad shooting team. I just, I don't. But see, that's the thing. It's like, is it Rutgers going back to their old ways and that three-point barrage of a start was just a big fluke? Or is this a cold streak and that's really the team they are? Like, See, that's now that's the question you got to ask yourself as a Rutgers fan because we've seen it time and time again in years past where this team can't shoot, and that would be the reason why they lose a lot of games. They can play defense, but they can't keep up with high-percentage high, high percentage shooting. And this year it was completely different, and now it's kind of like going back to that. So, I, I, David, I, don't have I any- wonder, is it going back or is I, it oh, just a, or a little like cold streak? I mean, I don't think like Harper and Baker are that bad of shooters, right? Right. Like, Harper's not. He's, uh, I think he's he's well above average. Yes. But I, I don't think like Caleb, Paul, some of these guys are. I don't even think they're like average players. Maybe I'm like, I am like super negative, but I don't think they're like D one type players at all. <laughs> at all. I, 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 think, I think Caleb be, is because of his defense. Be into him a little too much. Caleb <laughs> leads the Big Ten in steals per game. I know. So I think he I, could oh, be I, because I'm well of that. Aware. I'm well aware. Well, okay, he. <sighs> Okay, he's a good he's a good passer. He is a good passer. He gets good as he gets high he's, assists every game. But I don't know if he's like that he, four star point guard we were all hyped about. He's not at out all. of high school. I don't no. know. He's he peaked in high school. He's I know. Not like Jack Harlow. <laughs> I didn't peak in high school. I'm sorry. Here getting cuter. That's the opposite of Paul. There Paul's you go. getting uglier <laughs> on the court and in his life. He's getting gray hairs as the games go by. He's getting older. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I'm, I'm going to chill. With, no. Paul's actually like Paul seems super cool, but. Yeah, I don't know. He just looks so unathletic. Like when I watch him play. Yeah, I, I, well, against a guy like Fats Russell, again, I think it's Fats a tough Russell matchup. Really well, though, it's a too. tough matchup for him. Yeah, because you know, you're. It's one thing if he's not making all those deep three pointers, and you're Paul, you can be like, okay, he might not take as many of these. I can kind of back up a little bit and maybe cheat towards the drive. Yeah. But when he's knocking down all those shots, and you know, you're down 15. Well, okay, he has to kind of cheat and be like, okay, I'm gonna get right up in his grill and I'm gonna try and not. Let him just shoot this deep ball on me. And then that's where he just bursts the speed, goes right around him. Yeah. So I can't really blame Paul. Like I told you, I think yeah. that's on coaching for thinking that that matchup would have been successful. I'm fine with that too. Cause I'm it hap- fine with blaming coaching. Because it, it happened with Bryce Aiken against Seton Hall. The same thing happened. He put up 23 points off the bench yeah. like or I, something Br- like Bryce that. Bryce Aiken's really good. He's a New Jersey kid. Yeah. But I, 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 that was like the only game I didn't see. I had something I had to go to, but... I believe it. I was, I was really there. Clear. I was there, dude. And he was just, it was the same thing we saw here. He was hitting the deep three and then he was yeah. driving in with speed. It was the same thing. And and Rutgers thought that they could pretty much have the same idea or attack to defend it. And it's still, the, and it, the same thing happened. So I, I kind of blame coaching. I they, mean, they, 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 yeah. they put him there to fail. I was about to say, like, if he's cooking him the whole game, why not put Caleb on him? But to be honest with you, Ayala cooked Caleb for most of the game, too. Like he, oh he God. did, yeah, he did, he did genuinely. He did, but he was making I, again from the student section. It's kind of hard to see how far back they're shooting from. I saw one of the threes. He was right at the the side of the R, 
sh- shoots it I and know, switches bro, it home. Like yeah. it's these are talented players, though. I get it's it. It's not but, just lucky shots. These are guys who have, but I mean, have a long history, man. These are good. Unless players. it's Curry, you're not really just defending that that a forty foot shot. I mean, you're not. You know, it, it's it's tough. Like I said, Maryland just made their shots. I think, and again with the same thing with Minnesota, the, that kid Willis was just making his shots, and Rutgers was playing. You know the the best defense they could in terms of shot defending. They, you know, any closer it's a foul, right? Yeah. And he was just making shots left and right. It's it's tough, and it's super tough, especially when Rutgers isn't shooting well, not helping themselves. In a game like this where they were just turning, especially at the end, did you say to the end there were like Dude, four turnovers in a row that just were like cemented the loss? This was the first first <laughs> game of my Rutgers career. I did leave early. I left with not yeah. like early, like with thirty seconds or a minute left. They were down like twelve. Yeah, but like, right, Paul whatever. just kept throwing the ball away. At the very end, and I was like, okay, you guys don't want to win. He does that sometimes. Right. But the thing is, dude, it's like a lot about confidence, too. That's what kind of gets me with the team, right? Like, there are certain games, some of the away games, like the Maryland game that I was watching where they did win. Right. right? You see Baker knocking down these threes, and he looks so confident. He looks so calm. He's laughing. They're just, like, joking around. having fun. Bro, Ayala all game was, like, screaming at his bench. Ayala was fired up the whole game, and he was shooting really, really well, right? Rutgers did not look confident like that, like shooting wise at all. No, well, that's why Paul had open looks, like he passed them up, and then he took some and missed. Same thing with Caleb; he just was taking too many shots. He didn't look confident out there at yeah. all. It, it's kind of something I noticed uh, last season, and it's kind of carried over into this season. Is that if they start off a game well, then usually it's at the very least going to go well. The game will at least be close, even if they lose. Uh, but they'll they'll generally play well, shoot well. If they have a bad start to a game, and they're not shooting well, and they kind of just get off on the wrong foot, it's they can't really recover from that. It seems like. Have you guys noticed that at all? Maybe I don't know. I'm just thinking back. Like I remember so many times, like Jacob Young would get past his defender, throw up some reverse layup or something, and like run at the crowd, the student section, and like put his arms up, try to get everyone hype. Or Baker would do that too. But I mean, I don't know. It's just, it just looks different, man. They're definitely missing that, what what Jacob Young used to be able to give the team and give the crowd at Jersey Mike's Arena, formerly known as The Rack. Um, he was definitely a guy who could get the crowd amped up, get the team amped up, and kind of get a rally going, but it doesn't really seem like they have that guy right now. Um, I don't know if it's because they don't have someone who's able to step up and do that, or if it's just because they don't really have a guy like that on the team at the moment but it, it seems to be taken they seem to be taking a hit you know on their confidence it, 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 uh, Jake I, I agree with what you what you said about if Rutgers starts out slow then it, it won't end well um, I mean you look at the beginning of the year had they not played like these crappy crappy teams I mean they probably would have lost a couple of those games and if you remember Rutgers like started out poorly in most of those games and had to claw back. Like, they were losing at halftime for the first four games of the season. Yeah, I mean, they, they were trailing, and like... they won by just a couple of points in those games that they should have beaten them by, like, 20. And so, you know, you look at that, and that you say to yourself, if that was maybe... Like, you look at the Paul game, right? They finally play a decent team. They lose that game by three points. But the, you know what I mean? So, like, if those teams were, were quality opponents, they might have lost those games. And against a team like Penn State that is not that great this year, Rutgers just not. only They're scored really 49 points, got off to a slow <laughs> so start. So bad. Rutgers got off to a slow start, and Penn State just kept going. 
you saw the same thing with Minnesota. I think Minnesota was just off to a great start. Rutgers was keeping up, but then it got to a point where they just couldn't keep up, and it came down to the end and, you know, that whole thing. And then you saw with Maryland, they got out to that quick start. Rutgers was trying to play. and It doesn't – the reason why I think – it's it's a it, it this happens to Rutgers is because they when they when they're down by 12 points the way that they play basketball is they hold the ball until 5 seconds and they try and find the, the open shot they move the ball around which is I don't mind but the point is they're not a quick scoring offense they like to they like to to milk clock in a I way mean, and pass around a whole lot get it inside back out pass it around and they take the shot when you're down 12 you can't afford to take up 45 seconds worth you know of a possession and then miss my point being so it's it doesn't help that their offense is a slower paced offense right. when you're down I by mean, that like many right like their offense in terms of pace is consistent on every play but it's a little too consistent they don't really right. have the tempo at times that what, they need to have yeah one thing i'd love to see too maybe to kind of Kind of changed that problem a little bit with to see Harper kind of demand the ball and get his own buckets, especially in that first half against Maryland. I think he was like two for five. Like he had like four points. Your star player can't take like four or five shots in one half in a Big Ten game. Right? When you're you, down twelve for most of it. Yeah, right. I mean, you see certain teams that do have elite shooters. Like, I mean, I've just watched like Alabama just because I, I like Javon Quinterly a lot because he's from Jersey, and they just like I mean they jack up a million threes like so early in the shot clock. Right, Rutgers doesn't have to do that, but. The confidence level between like a team like Alabama and Rutgers is so different, where they just pass up open shots, like you said, to kind of milk clock, and it it, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. I, I yeah, I'd love to see Harper even just play one on one a lot, and then maybe that creates lanes for shooters to Baker to leak out or backdoor look for Cliff inside, right? But I mean, I don't even want to. Cliff has missed so many bunnies too this year, so many like three foot shots where I'm just yeah. like, dude. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you're so big, you're so strong, but come on, bro, you're like three three feet from the basket. I mean, it it in that w- with Cliff, it seems to me like they don't completely have like solid chemistry there yet with him and you know those alley oop type plays like they did with Miles Johnson. Um, I feel like that's probably going to be something that'll be better as the season goes on, and particularly like next year. I don't know his athleticism there. First play of the game. The very first play awesome. of the game, yeah. they threw a lob up to him and he got it. But I don't know. He's just missed so many close shots. But yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of them I don't like the takes either. They're like fadeaway it's hook just, shots from like 10 feet out, I feel like, and they're just he's just throwing it. Where I'm like, oh, that might be a good shot Like if you've proven that you could do that like on right. the court. Maybe, not, not maybe in practice they're seeing something where he's like – he's got these post moves that he hasn't pulled out in games, but he hasn't looked good like his post game or any of that. No, he hasn't. He's just dunked – dunked and got fouled and he shot free throws decently well I think but yeah let's talk about their next game They're, they play Nebraska tomorrow uh, 6.30 tip we'll have coverage here on WRSU FM 88.7 uh, as well as WRSU.org Eddie Kalegi Chris Konis on the call they're gonna, taking the trip to Lincoln but tip off 6.30pm the game is on Big Ten Network guys I mean this is a winnable game I feel like we've said that for the past two but I think this is the most winnable game probably on our on our schedule, other than the home game against Nebraska. Like Nebraska is just a horrible team. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this on paper, uh, uh, record wise. If yeah. they lose this game, Nebraska, they're not gonna make the tournament, and they don't deserve to make the tournament. They they're not <sighs> going to make the tournament regardless. Well, but, but like okay, sure. but like you know, like they're still technically a shot, and even somehow if they could like magically win the whole Big Ten tournament, then that's an automatic in. But like, I mean. If they lose this game to Nebraska, in your head you're counting them out. Then I'm in my head I'm counting them out, and in my head I'm like, this 
probably isn't a team that's going to get past the second round, maybe not even the first round of the Big Ten tournament, let alone get to the NCAA tournament, which at that point would be, you know, just a fantasy. Um, they absolutely, positively must win this game against Nebraska, and I don't think they even have the luxury of having it be a close game. They have to win this by double digits. Yeah, I mean, all those metrics that people use, net, which is like what tournament committee uses, it matters how much you win by, too. So it, it, they definitely would have to... They, they're supposed to crush teams like this. I mean, but, dude, every team has talent, though. That's what I'm saying. Like... What's the freshman's name? Is it Bryce or Tr- Bryce McGowan? His Bryce brother McGowan. is on the team. Yeah, I think Bryce McGowan is the freshman though. Right? Yeah, he's a five star. Yeah, he's, he's super talented. I know Chase McGowan's on the team too, but Bryce McGowan's Alonzo Verds, like that's a super talented backcourt. Fats Russell, Eric Ayala, another talented backcourt. Even though these are bottom tier Big Ten teams record wise so far, I mean Maryland on paper had tons of hype coming into the year, right? And then they lost their coach and didn't get off to the season that the start to the season that a lot of people thought they would. But, I mean, they could totally make runs, too. Nebraska is nowhere near on the same talent level as Maryland, but Alonzo Verge and Bryce McGowan's in the backcourt, like, that's super talented, too. Like, that's like the, all these t- Big Ten teams have talent. Yeah, they, they all have some kind of talent, no doubt. And I think McGowan's will be a better player, but it is his freshman year, so he's still acclimating to a lot of this stuff uh, for college ball. Listen, I think this game. I think you're right. This game needs to be a double I mean, digit win for Rutgers. He's averaging 16 more than anyone. Yeah, that's right. That's right with that's right with Ron Harper. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if Rutgers really made this a Ron Harper team, he could average more than that. I I completely agree. Yeah. I think he's yeah. So I don't know. That's that's another discussion to have. But um, but I I think this game for Rutgers must win. Obviously, I mean the past two have been must wins, but this is a really must win. If you lose this, the season is officially over in my book. Um. Nebraska's on a seven-game lose, losing streak. So bad. Rutgers on a two-game losing streak. Somebody's got to break the streak. I think it'll be Rutgers. I think this is the game where Rutgers finds their shooting again. Although it is a road game, Nebraska's defense this year, they're giving up almost 80 points a game, and that's horrible. I mean, they, um, gave, up, they gave up 93, 93 but to that, Rutgers. I can't believe Rutgers scored 93 just yeah. like a couple weeks I mean, ago. And I don't think that's going to happen. No. I don't think that's going to happen again. There's no way. Because Dean Reber hitting two three-pointers and this and that, I, like I there's no chance something like that 90. happens again. Yeah. I, I, I see this as like a... I see this as like a 78 to like 63 win for Rutgers. I could see that, and I think the offense will be back out there. They'll shoot well. They'll do fine. Um, this is the game for Rutgers it has to, be. to break to it break has to the be. slump of shooting. If if they don't break the it slump of shooting, here. then I I have no confidence going forward because against a team like Maryland or excuse me, you have Michigan confidence State, right now. I'm saying I have confidence that they'll break this shooting slump in Ooh. this game. But if they don't, I don't know about that. That's the thing. They got to break it eventually. There's no way they shoot like this the rest of the year with yeah, the talent they have. They got to break it eventually. It, and if it isn't this game, well, then against a team like Michigan State, you can't afford to have shooting slumps during games like that because those are games where you need to win in order to keep your, your hopes alive. So I'm hoping this team can figure it out tomorrow. That way, when they play the Big Ten slate coming up, you know, it's, it's you know, so they at least have the ball rolling a little bit, a little bit more confidence. I don't know. I, I, I think a guy like Ron. Is gonna give them twenty points in this game. I, I I think he will. I think they'll get the ball more to him. I this is this is more. It sounds like a prediction, but it's what I hope. In a way, I, yeah. I can't tell you for sure. I just hope this is what they try and do at least, because I think that's what needs to happen. Now, now you said you thought that you think that Ron's gonna be able to give them twenty tomorrow. Yeah, at least I believe I saw a stat when I was watching one of the games that when he scores twenty or more points in the game, we're undefeated, right? Is that, is yes. That correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, 
if he gives us 20, then that's a pretty good sign, I would say. Yeah, I, I think that just I think that should just be a, a sign to Peichel to just give him more shots in the first half, especially because we give it to him in the second half. But by then we're 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 trying to climb back from a from a deficit. I think if we give it to him early, get out early in a lead, it, it might you know what I mean? It's you're in a better situation than playing from behind. I mean, there's no reason he can't he can't go for thirty. Right? Yeah, there's no got, reason he, he can't. He had twenty nine last time they played. He could go for twenty five thirty against a team like this. He definitely can. They don't have a big three four type of small forward they don't power have forward to guard. no they don't right they have yeah. a bunch of good guards i like cj wilter a lot too i don't know why he never plays he's another new jersey guy who played with cliff at roseau catholic but I, yeah, I don't know why he never plays but they they're not they don't have like good forwards harper should dominate this game for sure you know i'm i'm looking i clicked on full i'm looking at the game matchup right for this and i click full player stats then it takes me to the Division One statistic leaders for the whole thing, so it doesn't really help me. I don't want to hear Caleb's leading the conference and steals. No, 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 no. McConnell is not top five in the conference, but that stat was for the conference, not the nation. But I'm looking at the points. I'm just out of curiosity. Keegan Murray's up there. Keegan Murray's number four. Can you take a guess who's number five? Who's number? Is it in the Big Ten? No. Is it someone like? It's a former. A it's a former Rutgers player. Oh. Jacob Young. No. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Wait, what? No, definitely not. He, he started the year not too well. He's played well recently, but what? A former former it's not Rutgers Mathis. player. No, Mathis not Mathis. doing nothing at, C- no, at not St. Mathis. John's. Nope. I think you got me. Wait, can I say DA? Do people call you that? Yeah, I don't, yeah, even, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know you that well yet, so I'm not going to say that. You, you can you no, no, call no, me that's fine. Once I know you more, I'll say that. All right, fair. I'll just say Dylan. Any guesses, Jake? <laughs> Jake, without um, looking at my screen, if you can see it, <laughs> um, we got Dylan on the Zoom. I oh, no. not to, yet. No. To be honest, I, miss I, 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 even I'm looking at it. I'm still not sure. I'm looking at. Yo, the same give me, give me one, one yet. more hint. One no, more hint. I, I should uh, really get it. He transferred out of the program. Uh, well, obviously that's true. He's, a, but he, no, he, um, uh, let's see. I, I don't really know what other hint I could give you. Um, he former Rutgers player. He was on the team, like. He was on the team two years ago. He was on the team two years ago? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think. Oh, I do know. I've seen this on Instagram because I follow him. The GOAT himself, Peter Kiss. Yes. Yes, Peter sir. Peter Kiss. Oh, yes, yeah. sir, okay. baby. So Dang, plays for the Brian Bulldogs. Brian Bulldogs. I don't him. Averages Bro. T- 22 points per game, six rebounds, and almost four assists. That's the biggest predicament of all time. Either something happened with Peichel, they got into some big argument, Dude, this man definitely had, like, mid, not mid-major talent, like, Big Ten talent, in my opinion, at least. Maybe not. I, I, or maybe it's, like, Jaden Jones where his defense just wasn't there. But I think he just got into some, like, argument with Peichel and then got, like, benched and ultimately was, like, kind of kicked off the team but not kicked off the team formally. I don't know. That, it, that if I had to make a guess, that's what I would think would happen. But, yeah, dude, he's, like, actually a really good scorer. Yeah, I, well, listen, in, in Peichel's defense, I'm looking at his numbers as, with the last year with Rutgers. He there, played in he 30 play games. Much. Played in 30 games, but an well, average not, uh, an average 18 minutes a game. No. That's what that's I'm looking incorrect. at. That's what I'm looking at. Two years ago, that is incorrect. Maybe three two, years ago. Okay, two years ago, he played, he played two games. Cause he, yeah, that's what happened. Something happened. He played two games, averaged under seven minutes. But well, I, he played. Yeah, he played two games. Yeah, but Something the year happened. before that, I, I like... But my dude, point is, he was thirty percent from three and under fifty nine percent from the from the line. Okay, so he bro, wasn't that good coming into. The, I know, I know. 
coming into that year, two years ago, yeah. they they went on some like trip to Spain or something, right? He, they would put out like these game highlights and everything. He was the leading scorer on the team right. coming into the year over Baker. Like, I, I'm just saying, bro. Like everything that I saw, like I remember him, Baker, like Miles Powell from Seton Hall. They used to all like work out together. Right. Like I'm sure a lot of people think he's like actually legit. Like. I don't know. Well, I, don't I, know. I, I thought that was pretty interesting to yeah, bring that's, up. That's I just funny. I saw a familiar face. So twenty two points per game. He's fifth on the list, which is cool. Keegan Murray's four. You Keegan said? Murray's four. He's only ahead of him by point one point. That's that's, that's so it's very wild. minimal. It's wildness. So, but I, I thought that was anyone else cool. at the top of that from, from uh, with or Rutgers like relations big names that. Uh, Max A Ab- uh, Abmas, you know, you know uh, Max Aismas. He went off in the tournament A- last yes, year. Yes, he's, he's, he's yeah. second in scoring in the in the NCAA. Twenty three points. Upset Ohio State. Crap, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. So there, that's, oh, that that's was, them. How does that even? How does that? How do you let that happen? I I, I don't know. That's a good question. Isn't Dwayne Washington in the NBA now? I know you guys yeah, wanted to talk about I, the NBA uh, later too. I don't know if he is. I I, sure he is. I don't really follow up with the NBA yeah. that much. I just follow like. People that I like a little yeah. bit, you know? We're looking points per game leaders, right? Yeah. I'm looking at the uh, n- the uh, top 40 here, and number 11, you remember Javon Freeman Liberty from J- DePaul who yeah. absolutely killed us in that I, game? I remember calling his name a couple times. Oh, man. He's 11th. You call that game? Yeah. The DePaul game? Yeah, he is 11th. He is 21. 11th. He, he's got to be the top player in the Big East in scoring right now, which is insane. What about... uh? He's up not, there. Not uh, Posh Alexander. What's the dude from St. John's? That's Champagny. Isn't he, like, averaging over 20 or 25? Um, He's got to be up there. Julian Champagny. Uh, He's probably he the big East leading scorer. averaging 19.5 points per game. Okay, well, I was close. Yeah, he is 32nd. He's probably, like, number two in the big East then. Yeah, no. I mean, I think who would right. ever? I mean, He's a beast. As someone who's watched a lot of Big East basketball, because as I'd like to frequently Oh, you're a Villanova fan, right? As I'd like to frequently mention, (laughs) I am also a Villanova fan. Um, It is absolutely wild to me that DePaul has a player who's, like, top 15 in the entire nation in scoring. I mean, that's unbelievable. Providence is 17-2. and They're number one in the Big East right now. You got anything to say about that, Jake? Yeah, you got anything to Um, say about that? How you let a team like Providence be number one in the Big East? Yeah, dude. That's pretty bad. All right, are, are they are they ranked? <laughs> they're ranked 17. All right, then I I don't have a problem with it because Villanova's ranked 14. Well, they'll be ranked higher than you next week. <laughs> uh, Let's just be Xavier on the road. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see who gets the automatic bid come tournament time. Oh, we'll see who gets the automatic bid come tournament time. It's gonna be uh, Montez Mathis and the Johnnies, St. John's. Oh, jeez, <laughs> dude, Montez Mathis is another clown. Him and Caleb fit that clown well, and Jacob Young. You know what's funny? We they, talk- the team needs more clowns. Yeah, need yeah, more we, clowns. We they need were better personal. when we had more clowns. Hundred percent. DePaul. You know what's funny? DePaul's one and eight in the conference. Oh, that's bad. That's, that's, that's horrible. That's oh my normal. gosh, that's normal for them. It's like Nebraska. <laughs> it's like Nebraska, and their one win is against Seton Hall. <laughs> it's a joke. Seton Hall faded big time. Seton Hall faded big time. You are so right. They're right. They're like with Rutgers right now in terms of they overall both record. Faded big time. Both faded. Well, I mean, one could argue, Rutgers never really uh, faded. One, but. Well, they both faded. They both faded. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Never mind. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the schedule. Um, Villanova plays Providence. Ooh. Jake, twice. You should twice go to in that. February. You should twice go to that, February. Jake. Twice in February they play. Oh. Towards the tail end of the year. 
One on the road and one here. Or uh, one in uh, Philly. Oh, here? Wait, <laughs> yeah, Ooh, they're coming to the rack. They're going to play here. Neutral Ooh. site game. <laughs> JMA. The second, one, the second one is the first of March. Is oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like right but there. Yeah. Um, I mean. Some big games. Hold up. I'm about to find something. Now, nah, keep talking. Those are some big games coming up for your Wildcats. <laughs> for your Wildcats. All right. You know what? Oh, he didn't you know like what? that. Wait, you didn't like that? I thought you said you liked Villanova. You know what? I I at least no I, shame. At least I know that I have one team that's definitely gonna make the tournament. <laughs> oh yeah, they're actually good. That's true. They um, they will never fade. No, never they fade don't. on you. But it it I mean I don't I try not to compare Rutgers playing basketball to Villanova playing no, basketball don't. because it it is absolutely not fair to yeah, compare no. you know you know our school our team to a team with a Hall of Fame head coach. I mean that's just not even close. Pico's not Hall of Fame worthy. <laughs> I'm know. not saying <laughs> I'm not saying he's a scrub or anything. I think he's a really good head coach, but he's not Jay Wright. I think he Listen, I'm joking. I think some people <laughs> blindly like love on Pikel and he doesn't get held accountable at all. But I mean, I I think I feel like that's kind of another discussion. But what I was trying to find was like a screenshot I had um do you know Villanova scrimmaged Rutgers before the year? Yes, I did hear about that. And Jay Wright like tweeted about it after he was like, I wanna thank uh, Steve Peichel and Rutgers for yeah, scrimmaging us today. Uh, they like he was like praising them. I was like, he had right, some okay. nice things to say yeah, about yeah, yeah. the team. I was like, um, oh, I, maybe I this team's of, actually like pretty good. Yeah, I kind of wish uh, that the Rutgers men's basketball team would has would have been able to live up to that praise to this point in the season. They've done it like half of the time. But yeah, yeah I remember they've shown they can beat good teams. It's just it's the problem is they're not consistent. That's the issue. It's not that they don't have the skill to do it. They're just inconsistent. One game they'll shoot 50% from three. The next game they'll shoot 22. You, you cannot have that kind of inconsistency and expect to do well in conference play or you know even expect to make the tournament. You have to have some kind of consistency. Um, and that's the big issue. But one thing I'll say before we go to break, another Big East team that has just been on fire, Marquette. I think they're one. I want to hear about Marquette. Two, I watched the Marquette Seton Hall game. Seven game win week. streak. Marquette looks really good, bro. You don't want to hear? They no. they beat. You don't like Shaka Smart? No, I don't want to hear it. I like Shaka Smart. Marquette. They I have Shaka Smart. That's their it. coach. First I year. Don't yeah. hear about their Ooh, seven game win streak. Bro. They they beat Providence by. They beat Providence by thirty two. Bro, they're legit. Thirty two points, and they beat Georgetown by, by, uh, twenty eight. Beat DePaul by 11. Beat Seton Hall by 1. They dominated Villanova the game on the road by 3. Yeah, that didn't happen. That beat Xavier by 11. They dominated the game against Seton Hall <laughs> And then beat Hall again by 10. Yeah. They're a good team, Marquette. Yeah. You want to hear what Jay Wright had to say about Rutgers before we go to break? <laughs> yeah, sure. He said, we scrimmaged Rutgers today and had a great season. Stated Villanova head coach Jay Wright. We really appreciate Coach Steve Peichel working with us. We got zone work in. We, okay, this is... Uh, I love the team that Steve has put together. That's a tough, outstanding defensive team. Outstanding. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, he's not he wrong said wrong outstanding. That. He's not wrong about defense. They're not outstanding. In any way. <laughs> Defensively, off. they're not outstanding. David, you cannot tell me. They're that not outstanding. You're going to hold them accountable you're gonna, for, you're going for logo. One game. They played outstanding in the Iowa game. I'll totally get behind that. You're going you're gonna to hold them accountable for logo three-pointers? They're not an outstanding defensive team. They are not an outstanding defensive team. I will definitely say They that. are. They're, they are. They're well above average. They're Totally. They're not outstanding. They're outstanding. They're not even top 30 in the country anymore. All right, well, okay, so I guess outstanding, fine, but they're they're a pretty damn good defense. I'll say that. Okay, can't. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right, then. Listen, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. It's tough for me to hold them accountable because there's not much else you can do when guys are just hitting shots. You can't defend any better. You know what I mean? It's like 
I'm talking about the Minnesota game. Maryland, I know. Maryland was, uh, they, they look slow. But the Minnesota game, I mean, they're just knocking down shots. Hit the, more the guys shots. That, the guys that never play are knocking down shots. I know. It's I that's know, a, we everyone in the chat was just like, "What the hell's going on? Everybody's making shots." It's the chat. Screw the chat. <laughs> it's like sure. I don't know what else to say. Um, it's okay. But all right, so we'll head to our first break here on the Friday crew. Make sure you stick with us. Locks of the week coming up next on WRSU FM New Brunswick. Welcome back to the crew. Time for Locks of the Week. Dylan Allen, David Palumbo, Jake Meistel here with you on this Friday afternoon. 4.42 p.m. on Friday. Guys, I think I will go first. I'll save the Big Ten. The Big Ten. I'll save the NFL games for you guys. Um, because tonight, I think this is I think this is worth bringing up. Uh, the New York Rangers. We're not we're not the biggest hockey guys here. I know Jake follows the Rangers, and so do I. Um, for myself, I, I I'm not the biggest fan. I, I follow casually, um, but I do know tonight is a big night for the New York Rangers. Uh, longtime goalie Henrik Lundqvist getting his jersey retired tonight uh, at the Garden, and you know, that's a big thing. He's a Hall of Fame goalie, one of the best to ever do it. Definitely the better. Well, I think the best goalie in Rangers uh, franchise history. So big night for them. Uh, Guys, my lock. This is this is honestly, I think, I think this is a really good lock because you're not you're not having super bad odds in terms of what One you thing. can win. Yeah. How many championships does he have? Uh, zero, I think. Okay. Um, mm. but yeah. you look but you look up his numbers, and uh, he's right up there. Well, he's not up there with uh, Brodeur because he's got the three three rings. Again, I don't know much about hockey in terms of the past, but all I know is he's very good. And they've been in countless playoff runs and stuff like that, um, but you guys know with the sports and the storylines, teams usually win when there's a big night like tonight. And the Rangers are a good team; they're not like middle of the pack, and it's just a big night for them. You know, they're 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 a top of the league this year in the NHL. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Rangers money line here. I think they win on Henrik Lundqvist night. They play the Minnesota Wild. For anyone wondering, um, who who drop. are no slashes themselves, by the way. Yes, no, the Wild are a good a good team, no doubt about it, which is why I like this a lot because you're getting plus value with the Rangers at home on home ice um, on on Henrik Lundqvist night. Uh, plus 122 is your money line there. I, I think the Rangers win for the sole fact that it is Henrik Lundqvist night. Um, so I, that's going to that's gonna be my lock. It's a little bit different than what I usually go to, um, but I think just because of the storyline... And what's at stake for the Rangers, the whole ceremony, everything that's going to happen before the game, I, I just think that it's, you know, it's meant to be that r- the Rangers get a win on such a night. You know what I saw? The, I think the game's at 8. Yeah. This, the, what's it called? Ceremony? Celebration? Ceremony, I guess? Yeah. It starts at 6.30. Mm. It's an hour and a half. Must it's going to tire them out. I would <sighs> take, no, nah, I'm kidding. But that's <laughs> long though, right? I mean, the the game's not going to start till 8 o'clock, 6.30. I feel like that's a long. I don't know. Somebody's like definitely long. saying there's definitely gonna be a lot of speeches. Speeches. Um, Food. And the, uh, but see, this is the ceremony. I think is Drinks. just the fans there. <laughs> everything on the ice. No they, food. No food. They have they have the the rafters oh, with the, the rafter. spotlight. That's the classic. And that's probably all it's gonna be. So I don't no, know why it wouldn't need to be an hour and a half. I mean, unless they're talking forever. No drinks. For who? The, the fans. <laughs> what are they? The Giants? They give you a free medium soda. <laughs> a free medium soda. What, what a do joke. they do that? When you your think, team is horrible. You think that? You think the Garden rolls like that? Consolation prize. No, they free medium soda. No, the Garden charges you nine bucks for a small soda. That's why I hate the New York sports teams. That's the one thing I hate. Everything is so. That's, damn that's the expensive. only thing you hate. <laughs> it's one of the things I hate. Everything's so expensive, dude. <laughs> right, oh yeah. Right, but but what's what's Hot worse? Dogs, like seven what's bucks. Worse? Having to pay for an expensive, but. N- 
kind of average soda or you know being given one for free by a team that's playing terrible and has absolutely nothing else to give the you fans. have to have season tickets and it was like it a limited number holders yeah. i think too it was season it was the mo- it was like a joke it was and like- it was and it was one so like here's the here's yeah. the kicker no free refills no free refills it wasn't even like a beer it was not a beer and here's the kicker they sent Gosh. you it was so when you have season ticket holders obviously there's one person who pays for it now you might buy four tickets for your season tickets but you only get one soda so if you bring the four people with you you oh only get my. one soda it because it's the one person bought it you the got tickets so you got to share the one soda that I, how much what, is medium you share 16 or not, OZs? you give it to somebody 16 OZs, couldn't tell you probably. I, I haven't i've been Make i went to one giants game this year i didn't buy a thing do you normally go to games um like uh, no, I have not been to a lot of games. I, I was actually... Okay, I've been to no. two this year, and I'll tell you why. The first game was against the Falcons. It was the Eli Manning jersey retirement. Oh, I gosh. wanted to see that. That was that was the only reason why I was there. I could care less about the Falcons game. Um, it was week three, so it was like nice out and stuff. I went to that. And then my brother's an Eagles fan, so we went to go see Eagles-Giants, and Michael Strahan happened to get his number retired that day as well. So I really went because... Of Eli Manning's retirement ceremony at halftime, and because my brother and I, we we like to go to Eagles Giants games every year when we can. Your brother's an Eagles fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. is he like a lot older than you? No, he's younger. Cause, cause well, he, because my uncle's an Eagles fan. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I can relate. So so it's like, so that's why we went to those. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I I did not. But touch. you go to like a lot of sports games, nah? Because like when I started like helping out, doing like the radio stuff, right? I was doing. Um, helping out in the summer with like Jake and Chris. I think it might have been on Friday too, to be honest with you. And like Jake would always tell me, "Oh, yo, I'm going to the Mets game tomorrow." Oh, yo, I'm going next week. I was like, "Yo, you go to hell of games." But like, there's people that like yeah. don't go to games. There's people like I'm just curious. Like that's cool. I go. No, I, it's cool to go to games. It's cool. Yeah, it's I, fun. I go to as many Rutgers basketball games yeah. I go. Oh, yeah. I can go I've, to. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. pretty much because my family has season tickets for football oh, for a long cool. time. I go to all those games. Um, and then Yankees, I I'm a big fan. They're like the only team in New York that's good that I that I pay attention to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, that I pay sure attention that? to. That I pay attention Mets. to. You I sure mean, about the Yankees being good right now? <laughs> Jake, I know you're a Yankee <laughs> fan. You're gonna you're you're gonna sit here and say they're bad. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about them right now. <laughs> okay, we'll save that for another time. <laughs> yeah, right we'll now, save that first of all, first we'll of all, save that yeah, for yeah. later in the semester. First of all, are the Yankees even? Are, what what are the Yankees right now? The lockout. I don't even know what you're talking I don't, about. Yeah, I don't. they don't exist. Uh, sadly. Do speak. I mean, do do we want to make a lock of the week prediction in terms of when the lockout's gonna end? Nah, I'm not doing that. I don't, no, I don't have we can, so you, we can do the football games. Yeah, you, yeah, can, yeah. you could go first. Yeah, go to the next pick, lock. Pick one of the games. All right, me. With a lock of the week? Well, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'm not going to pick football. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'll, um, I'll just do it. That's I'm going to pick NBA basketball. Uh, tonight, the Phoenix Suns are hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Phoenix Suns, who I believe are the best team in the whole league. Um, yep, that would be correct. Um, I'm going to pick them to win at home. They're on fire right now. What are the odds there? And anything good, or is it like minus five hundred or something? Where you um, don't really win much. They're they're favored by nine in this game. So you're um, gonna take their spread. It the 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 money line for them is minus four twenty. So uh, so you, so you got to bet four hundred bucks to win a hundred. Oh, oh, that's a lot of that's that's a lot of skagoots. You gotta you gotta get. Oh to, my gosh, what a word! Money. You like that word? Skagoots. Skagoots. Yeah, <laughs> Just, it's like Italian slang for money. Skagoots or some I, I think never heard anyone say that. Well, there you go. Now you now you can add a word to your vocabulary. I don't know if I'll be out of it. It's a lot of skagoots. 
That's what they say. But that's what yeah, that's what my I'm, family says. It's good. good. I'm gonna make, make uh, Suns over the T Wolves my lock of the week. Uh, for tonight, I was going to, I was considering making my lock of the week the uh, don't Knicks, say because I'm going to say oh, the oh. Knicks Bucks game that is also tonight. But in spite of the fact that the Knicks have been disappointing over the last several games, I still have a policy not to pick against or for my own teams. So it's fair, yeah. Um, just to eliminate bias. So yeah, I mean, I say that knowing full well that I'm still biased about the Suns, but that's another thing entirely. Um. <laughs> But yeah, all right, Suns David. Over T-Wolves. What's your lock, buddy? Ooh, buddy. Yeah, buddy. a little disrespectful. I'll, I'll, I'm sorry. Calm I'm down. Sorry. Calm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. What's your what's your what's your lock, my friend? <laughs> Is that all better? Right. Uh, I mean, that's acceptable. Yeah, I'll I'll decide. But I mean, yeah, in the NFL, I'm definitely rooting for Joe Burrow and the Bengals at this point. But I could totally see them getting blown out this week. So I'm just not even gonna Ooh. like Joe Burrow hard rolling the R's. <laughs> I love to see it. But so. I'm going to pick the spread for the Niners game. The Niners plus three point five. Okay. The spread. I'm about to pick the Niners. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I want them to win, so hopefully the world goes back to normal. Because like I saw this thing, I told Dylan, it's like the Chiefs beat the Niners in the Super Bowl, and then like a month later, like you know, COVID this thing, and then like everything shut down, right? Right. So the only way to reverse that is if the Niners beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That's some logic. So they would have. It is, thank you. I didn't come up with it. So then they would have to win against the Rams, thus covering the 3.5 spread that right. I just gave out. So exactly. that's yeah. the only way. So that that's what I'm going with. It's a heart, head, and COVID pick. There you all go. three in one. I, I think we should segue right into that, actually, with the lock. We should definitely segue right into the NFL games. There's only two this weekend, but we'll start with that Niners game and the Rams. This is the, now the third time they're going to meet up this year. I think the Niners beat them both times this year on the road. Uh, and at home, week 18, right? It's 18 weeks yep. now in the season. So week 18. Week 18 yeah, week overtime. 18, these two teams faced each other in Los Angeles. Oh, Niners, great game. Niners came back and great won game. in overtime. They forced overtime and won it in overtime, 27-24, um, to clinch the playoffs as well. Uh, it's Listen, guys, it's tough to win three times against the same team. This is why I'm hesitant about this game just in general. Do you know how hard it is to beat a team three times in a year? It, I mean, yeah, it's really hard. Like, I think back to 07 when the Giants went 0-2 in the regular season against the Cowboys, but they had to play them in the playoffs, and they beat them then. They beat them when it counted. They, I, they beat them when it mattered. But it has happened before that a team has won, you know, three times against the same team in one season. We had it... Um, I think it was a couple years ago the Saints played the Panthers in the playoffs. And I believe the Saints— I believe you. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I believe, believe you. you. I believe what you're going to say. I mean, say. I could be wrong. Now, but I, re- I recall something— You couldn't Saints. be wrong. Now, wasn't it also last year—now, this is the GOAT, so it's di- it's it's different circumstances than what we have here. But last year, did, didn't the Bucks lose to the Saints both times and then yep. in the playoffs beat Drew Brees in the first round? Yep. So oh, they like crushed them in crushed the first them round. Crushed them in the first round. So my point is, it's like it's hard to win three times against the same team, and especially you know with the Rams team that they have coming off that win against the Bucks. The Rams are a really good team, uh, and I think we should mention this too. I saw something about the Rams, kind of doing something with their ticketing. I don't know if you guys saw this. They're Thank limiting you. the purchases to people within the Los Angeles. Great, they said greater region, whatever that means. But it pretty much means if you're in San Francisco and you use a credit card 
that that's the address that goes back to San Francisco. Your tickets will be returned, and you'll get a and you'll get an um. A refund? No shot. Oh man! No, I saw. I know it's 100% why. Hundred percent real. I know they want to limit. They want to limit opposing fans because the last time they played, the Niners filled up half that stadium, and they lost in, in at SoFi. They don't want that presence there, and they're doing that. That I don't know how that's even legal. if you know that that's. I even if you know legal. that that's going to happen, yeah, that can't be legal. I mean, I dude, I've said that a lot of, about a lot of things, but <laughs> um, dude, even if you think that that's going to happen, that's such it is. a like. It is lame move to do like I would just more so accept it you know rather than trying to limit them I feel like that's such a like baby way to just handle it that's so soft that's so bad I don't yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't get it um here I'm reading this article now it's legit it's legit but I think it's not legit I don't know I'm reading <laughs> You're getting mixed know. signals. I'm getting mixed signals now. It's like you're talking to a female. You're getting mixed signals. <laughs> um, I did see that, and I don't know if they have now changed it, but that was the original headline that came out. And I think crazy. I think one other team did a similar move, uh, and I freak, I think it was Tennessee with Bengals fans. They like made their tickets this, super expensive. It, like last week, or yeah, when they played last yeah. week, and and Joe Burrow still won the game. But <laughs> which Joe is sad. They, they they yeah exactly Joe Shiesty. They got the tickets like really high up in price, trying to like keep fans from not going. Yeah, and I I don't know if it worked or not, but it didn't. It definitely didn't win them. It definitely didn't work because they lost the game. But I couldn't tell you how many fans showed up for the Bengals. But like I just don't know if that's even like legal. I like how can you? It can't like, be, bro. Like so, that you're telling be. me like if my dad or like me. Let's say we're both longtime Niners fans, right? And we're You're like, not though, right? No, right. Giants fan. But let's I'll just say that bet. we're big 49ers fans, and we're like, oh, cool. yo, we should go out to California, go watch this game, make it into a family trip, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. You're Go visit telling- a national park or something. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me I can't buy a ticket because my credit card would be addressed to New Jersey. You're telling me that. What yeah. if I was a Rams fan? You need to put a VPN on that credit card. What if I was a Rams fan? And I wanted to go ch- take a trip to go see them play, but because I live in New Jersey, I couldn't see the game. That's a that, joke. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That's a that, joke. that can't logic. That like I, I find it hard to believe that that is kind of real. Now, now I'm reading this article that came out two days ago saying Rams rescind ticket policy aimed at locking 49ers fans out of NFC Championship game. For those who don't know, rescind just means revoke, cancel, or repeal. So it looks like it's not going to happen now. I, I I just found that article now. It came out like a day or two ago. Um, but that was the original plan to keep 49ers fans. I think out. I did see Duo Samuel tweet something about it. So yeah, because it's not fair to the other team. Like Dude, it's not fair to your own fans who don't live in LA. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I it does not make any sense to me. And it's like, how can you physically force opponent teams' yeah. fans of it's not weird. being in the stadium? Like at the like raise your prices, fine, because they're gonna come anyway. Raise your prices, make some more money. That's fine. They'll still pay. But you, but you cannot just be like, yeah, no, you can't come. Like, what is that? That's so unfair. Like, if you're the Rams, win the game. You're at home. Yeah. I don't care if half I, the stadium's 49ers exactly. fans. You're at just home. Just win the game, Win dude. the game and you're shut favored. up. You're favored. The, you're the higher seed. Win the game. Yeah. That's so lame. Just so lame. But I think they took it back now. Good. So I, I think I think we actually we not see. good. I hate when people do something and then like get pressured into yeah, and then they're like, even, oh, we didn't mean to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, like hope we're on your good side now. Yeah, yeah, it's like you said it, but then they're like, oh, cave to the masses. I hate that. Right. 
It's like one of my least favorite things. So, yo, Jake, who ke- who keeps calling you? Uh, this was a different person this time. Wait, uh, it- they they just wanted to give their thoughts about the Bengals Chiefs game. Um, Did you put them on the air? What was said? Uh, she just wanted to uh say that she feels like the Bengals have a good shot in this game against the Chiefs but with the I way Jamar right. Chase played last time. I think she's right. And uh, you know the fact that they got this whole underdog status right now, which we know is a powerful thing in the postseason. I will Apparently. say this. Apparently. I will say this. We're talking about the Rams game and the 49ers game, right? Y- yeah, how did... How did I the- think the Rams win. I think the Rams win. Solely because I don't Because you want think- COVID to continue forever. <laughs> yeah, dude, I want to keep wearing these masks forever. Yep, that's 100% what I want to do. But no, I, I, I just think... I just think beating a team three times is very difficult in of itself, right? It is, and, yeah. And when you have a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo, say what you want about him, but he is the most average quarterback I've ever seen play football. He and stinks. He, and he gets a pass because his team wins him football games. He stinks. He stinks. So I look at this game and I go, how many times can the Niners find themselves in a game where they shouldn't be win or be winning, and they are? And, you know, their quarterback play is just below average. And I think it finally catches up to them. And I think the Rams win this game, and I don't know, and I don't know if the Niners even cover. I say they lose by a touchdown in this one. I I think the Rams win by. Why touchdown. didn't you say that like ten minutes ago when I was talking about taking the Niners? Because <laughs> because we had to think. I had to think about the game, and now was, I had to think about the game. I had to just think about it. Okay. So I think but the Rams. You, you will heard win by my touchdown. logic with the COVID thing too, though, right? <laughs> yeah. You think I that did. might just be my heart more so? Because I think that's just. People online just no 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 no. no. You came about me. This. No no my pick for yeah. uh, Niners. What about it? Ooh, you're telling me it's wrong. I'm telling you, I I I, you I disagree. disagree with your pick. You dis- What's wrong with Why that? Why did you say that before? Because I told you I had to think about the game. When you said that, I said, okay, let me think about. But you heard you it. heard the whole thing about the COVID thing though too. Yes. That's in your head though too. When yes, you're making, your I'm decision. weighing that in. Oh, and you're still not picking. And the I'm Niners. still not picking the Niners. Oh, damn, right. Jimmy Garoppolo is horrible. I they both it. have like above average right, defenses, right, right? right? I wouldn't yes. call him horrible. Uh, he's he sucks. He, but <laughs> he's not. He's, he's no good. He's not elite. He. I probably wouldn't even call him good. At least not. He right doesn't now have a touchdown. Playoff, he doesn't but, have a touchdown oh in the gosh. playoffs in two games. Who he doesn't would you have take? A touchdown. Who would you take? Jimmy G or Matthew Stafford? Matthew Stafford. So who would you pick heartbeat. to win the game? Matthew to win the Stafford. game, the Rams. But you see, here's that's the, the thing. logic. If you're thinking that's the logic. That Last week when I did that same thing, did I said Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy G. I picked Aaron Rodgers by a heartbeat, and yes. look what happened. <laughs> the special teams bailed them out. That's true. But they both have like above average defenses, yes. right? Yes, they're pretty even. Yeah, I would say I would say they're they are great defenses. I don't think they're above average. I think they're both great. Okay, so uh, then the Rams are definitely a great defense. <laughs> if Bosa and and Warner play, which Bosa's I think they are, beast. then that's a great defense. It's a scary looking dude. It's a good team. I, I just like he's not scary looking. I look at this game and I say the Rams cannot lose this game. I just don't see them losing. I, I really don't. It'll be a close game, but I think at the yeah. end, like the, the Rams will score a touchdown, win the game by seven. I think that's how it's gonna go. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it's a close game. It is a close the game. Niners um, could cover. Who, it's going to be a close game, but who I think the Rams that will score. Touchdown for the Rams, do you think? To go up seven to win the game? Yeah. OBJ baby. My guy. Yeah. OBJ. It's gotta be OBJ <laughs> baby. The on, that's the only answer. What about Cooper Cup will have the other two. Best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cooper Cup will have the other touchdowns to Cooper yeah. Cup will have like one or two of the other touchdowns to uh you know put the Rams in position to take the lead, yeah, but exactly. it'll be OBJ with the winning score. Nah. Now the one thing you, you have us. going for you 
the one thing you do have going for you. I'm I not think, actually going to bet on the game. It's just this, no, I know. Just right. It's just uh, the, but like, I, the last. I few think minutes. I think McVeigh is three and seven against Shanahan. Oh, Kyle Shanahan owns from McVay. yeah. So he that's the one it. thing you have going for you. But I I just don't I don't see them winning a third time this year. I don't know. What do you think, Jake? <sighs> I mean, <sighs> I'm going to say <laughs> it it it's hard for me because on one hand. I really want the Rams to win because they have a lot of players that I like. They have Matt Stafford. They have, obviously, OBJ, Aaron Donald, Von Miller. You know, most of those guys— They're a super team. I mean, they're a super, super team, team, but they have a lot of guys who I really like and a lot who don't have a ring or have even played in a Super Bowl. So, you know, and obviously because OBJ was a giant, I mean, I'm definitely rooting for him to play well. But on the other hand, I mean, you can't can't count out San Francisco— especially with the way they've played against the Rams historically, you know, this year and over the past few years. Um, but if I had to pick one, I mean, especially if they're do if they're actually doing the thing where they're preventing, you know, tons of away fans from storming their stadium. I don't think they are. I think they, they changed um, it. I'm going to pick when you're on the phone. I'm going to pick the Rams. I'm going to pick the Rams to go back to the Super Bowl. They were just there. Uh, a few years ago with a different quarterback, but they're going back. Um, and, yeah, I think I think Matt Stafford is finally going to get a chance to uh, win a matching ring. All so this he can, to so all he of can this. All of this to have lose a to ring Burrow to match uh, his best or Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> Wait, but Jake, you heard the whole COVID thing too, though, right? Um... You know, I've heard a lot of things. Wait, but you heard? No, no, you heard you me like heard explain he it. Said. Yeah, no. How it's going yeah. to fix it. I don't know it. what you're talking about. How he's going to, how COVID's right going to be fixed now. I've hey, heard of a up. lot of Whoa. different curses, all right? I'm curses. not going to, I'm not going to. Don't curse I'm going to the take air. them all no with FCC a grain of salt. Violations. <laughs> yeah, please. No cursing. I, I've heard a lot of different, uh, you know, I don't know what, jinxes or. Yes, okay. Or. Or whatever you want to call it, some kind of incantation. You incantation? Know? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> some That's kind of spell. I gotta look that I've up. I've heard of a lot of different ones in a lot of different areas. I'm gonna take them all with a grain of salt. <laughs> I don't think it matters. A series of words said as a magic spell or charm. That's what the definition is. Incantation? <laughs> yes. Bro, I was had doing, to look that one up. I was doing that game. It's That's the word of the day. Incantation. incantation. That's word the word of the day. day. Incantation. We should have a word of the day, and every Friday, Jake just has a word of the day and uses it in a sentence somewhere in the show, and I'll have to look up the definition. <laughs> All right, there you go. That that'll be like <laughs> our that'll be our word of the day. That, I think we should our, do that a little bit. Yeah, incantation. All right, so that means magic spell or charm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. If I had to pick, I would definitely pick the Rams. Oh, so you think the Rams will win, but the Niners will cover? That's interesting. Oh no, I, I don't think I don't think the Rams I don't think the Niners will cover. Wait, but you <sighs> took them in the lock. Correct. So then, why did you take that? If you thought they weren't gonna? Because it's my heart. It's the COVID pick. <laughs> the, the, my you head. Know you know what? I can't pick, argue with yo, that. Yo, my let me. My head pick is the Rams. Uh, my heart pick. I let dominate me. So it's like the unlock of the week. It's not the lock of the week. No, no, it's it's still the lock, but. No, no I, but I, just, I, I get it though. I get it though. It's like it's like you know. <laughs> I don't know how you get it. Our know? audience, no, it's like do not me, bet the Niners realistically, and then bet David Blumbo. He just told you that that nah, was yeah. kind of half serious. No, no, I get it though. It's like Rams. for me, you know, how every week this season <laughs> I know the Giants are terrible, but I'm still gonna pick them because I'm a Giants fan, even though pick I know they're what? not gonna win. Yeah, yeah pick, pick them, them for what? what? You just say you don't bet for or against your favorite team. 
I listen. I, I, I listen to speak, Jake. You could have made head. bank betting against them those last all six games. year, pretty much. Oh yeah, true. Especially the last six, you could have made, made bank. Could have made bank betting against the Chiefs. I don't think they covered a single spread. Chiefs <laughs> didn't finish, cover. For and I'm not gonna make my own team the lock of the week. That's not what I'm. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Why not? I'll make it the lock. I'll pick whoever they're playing. Their spread against us. That'll be my lock of the week. It'll hit for six straight weeks. I mean, that's all that's right, cash. All right. Anyway, we're gonna not talk about the Giants. <laughs> all right, good. Yeah, I don't want to. I really don't. So <laughs> let's go did, to the next. We did so, with that last time. so we all think the Rams are going to win. Your lock of the week was because of the whole COVID storyline. No, no, no. no. I, if I had, no, I'm sticking. You're I'll, sticking I'm with back, the Niners. Back, back on Niners plus three and a half. Okay, okay. So you're here first. It, if I'm just picking like straight up, Matthew so, Staff. Because if you think about it like that, okay, you say they both have a similar defense, both great. Yeah. Who are you taking, Jimmy G or Matthew Stafford? Right. Uh, I'm taking Matthew Stafford. So if I'm picking straight up, pick the Rams. So you think the Rams will win, but the Niners will cover? Correct. So, so That's be, the final answer. So it's going to be another field goal game, which is what happened last time they played. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, all right, so then the next game, Chiefs so, or Bengals at Chiefs, right? That's the next game? Correct. In my opinion, the more interesting game. <laughs> Wait. Ooh. Is that I, the, I is think, that the I think it is. Game? No, it's the second game. No, uh, actually, no, like, I don't that know. That game's at three. That game's at three. Okay. Yeah. I think I. Uh, they're, 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 they're good games no matter what. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, they're all good games. I'm just more interested in this one because the Bengals. It's a seven-point spread. No one touched this for their lock, which, honestly, I don't blame you. David, you said you think the Bengals are going to get blown out. I said I could totally see them You could totally see them. Okay. I, could, oh, I mean, so could you. you can see the Chiefs. I can see them losing by 10 or by a touchdown. Yeah, I could, but I don't think it will happen. But, it, you, I mean, with the I Chiefs, mean, anyone's prone to getting, knows, to getting to losing by a touchdown. Yeah. Even the Bills I mean. lost by a touchdown in what was oh, a, a crazy gosh, game. So, oh, my I don't even want to get in. I don't even want to think about that. All right, yeah, well, well, we will not touch on that game. But I'm just saying, like, even I mean, the Bills could. can lose by six points but, to that team. Yeah. Um, it's so hard, like, just be- like looking at that game, minus seven for the Chiefs. I feel like everybody's going to be on Bengals plus seven because everybody is in love with Joe Burrow and what they've done so far. I think that's where everybody's going to go, but I think the Chiefs, like, cover that. I think they win by, like, ten I could see this being a game like you remember in years past when when the Chiefs play like the Titans in the championship game and win by like fifteen, like that happened a couple years ago. I remember. Say it again. I, and like in years past when the Chiefs would play the Titans or even like the Tex- the Texans in a playoff game, they would win by like fifteen. Like okay. the Chiefs are very like I think the Chiefs getting past the Bills, they have beaten the the best one of the best. They, they yeah. have beaten the either you, as you view it the first or the second best team in the AFC. Y- right. You know what? It's. It's Are you going game. where I think you're going with this? I'm going to say the Chiefs cover that seven. I I, I really think they're going to cover it. I think every I think Vegas made it that spread. See the thing is with me, this is how I think. I like to think how Vegas tries to fool us, right? Yeah. They make this spread so in love, like they they're like take the Bengals, please. We're giving you a touchdown. You can't physically lose. Look at Joe Burrow. He's won two playoff games. Look at him. This high offense, like this great offense. Joe Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, the whole thing. They want you to bet the Bengals, the and trap. I think, it's and I think it's the trap pick. game. I think it's, it's the trap. trap pick. I think they, the, I think the Chiefs are where Vegas's money is. I think you look at that Bills game, and they go, "Wow, this offense can score whenever the hell they want." I, I think the Bill, I think they win by ten points, Chiefs. Right. But you know what? You you mentioned trap game. that that big, you know, trap really city. exciting win over you know the second best team in the conference, right? You know, they already had that big, exciting game. You know, that Super Bowl esque game. I yeah. mean, there is. I mean, there's a possibility of a little bit of burnout, right? 
you know, a little, so bit, you, a little bit of a hangover after so that. So are you saying a, a lower-scoring game? I'm, I'm Is that what you mean by that? I'm not saying a lower-scoring game. I'm saying a lower level of performance than we usually see from the Chiefs. Which would then result in a lower-scoring game, no? The Bengals. I like mean, if, if common sense is yeah, right. If the if the if Mahomes plays a little bit worse than he did last time, it probably means they'll score ten less points. No, that's 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 I mean, how I view it. I mean, what you're trying to say? Thirty-two points is still a lot. Yes. <laughs> so and the last time these two teams played, they both scored over thirty. Exactly. Uh, and it was in Cincinnati. I don't and I I don't know. Now that's in Kansas City. I'm not going to say Joe Burrow can't handle that atmosphere. He's played in the SEC. He he he's played in those atmospheres before. Yeah. It's not, if anything, if anything, I think the atmosphere in the SEC is harder than what he's going to go up against here. Arrowhead only fits seventy something thousand. He's played in stadiums where they hold a hundred plus. You've seen the video full of college kids outside. I don't even know Bengal Stadium. Yeah. What it's called, but yeah. they were blasting. Uh, I think it's Paul Brown Stadium. Something okay. like that. They were blasting like some crazy like crowd noise, fake crowd I noise. I saw that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's I how mean, they prepare for that. Yeah, they're stuff. trying to get prepared, but it's it's not like the real thing. But the problem is, maybe guys that aren't used to that, like maybe let's say on the defensive side, jump off sides, like you know, it's little things like that that it's out of Joe Burrow's control. See, I think that this just has Chiefs written all over. I think they win the game. I think they go back to the Super Bowl for the third straight year. And I think they win the Super Bowl this year, in fact. But I, I just, I see oh. them covering this seven-point spread. I really do. I, I think, I, like I told you, it's a trap game. I think, Bang, I think Vegas wants you to bet the Bengals based off what you've seen. They want you to go. Oh, the underdog, like the whoever called us before, the lady that called. They, she's on the like she. Everyone's hyped up about the Bengals. Like, don't get me wrong. If the Bengals win, I will be stoked. I'm rooting for them. So are you, right? Yes. I I I already said I don't care who wins. I like Mahomes and Burrow. I, I don't understand why people hate. Well, I do understand why people hate Mahomes, but I don't hate them. People people hate anyone who's good. Yeah, they don't. They unless it's their own team, they don't really like it when other people win a whole lot. Um. So whoever wins, I won't have a problem with. I'm I'm rooting for the underdog, sure. Like that would be awesome to see Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. His like first full year as a quarterback, that'd be awesome to see. Um, I I just don't see him getting past Mahomes. I I think it's possible later in the, in his career. I just think that this is like this is peak Chiefs. I think that they are just gonna keep on rolling with it. Um, so far the the offense has just been on point all playoffs, and I don't think they're stopping here. Bengals are gonna give up a lot of points. Problem is the Chiefs also give up a lot of points, and I think if they can get to Joe Burrow, I think that they can win this game by ten points. You saw that. You saw it against the Titans. Titans got to Joe Burrow and Nine they still didn't win. Nine sacks didn't win, but it's because Ryan Tannehill is gar- like not great. He's well, not a great yeah, quarterback. I, I mean, that was the issue. He he hasn't. Yeah, he, Loki hasn't played great all year. But no, think, he's he's very he, overrated, Ryan Tannehill. Um, I don't know if I would completely agree with that, but like statistically, see, he had a big down year. Compared to his last couple of years with the Titans. Yeah, he just, not a huge fan. I think, I don't know, that's a whole other discussion. But my point being, yeah, you give, I'm not even saying the Chiefs need to get nine sacks. If you could sack Burrow five times and maybe two of them are on third downs to force punts and you give Mahomes all those possessions you know, on defense where you don't give up anything, I, I, I think you're just set up to fail against the Chiefs. They're just going to keep on scoring. I, I, I just don't see... I don't see the Chiefs really struggling offensively. The Bengals' offensive line needs work. They're not a very good offensive line. I mean, nine sacks against the Titans, you can't allow that to happen. Although the Titans' defensive line is good in terms of pass rush, but nine sacks, I mean, that's that's, that's horrible. Yeah. That, that's worse than the Giants, man. And the Giants is horrible with that stuff. I mean, ricochet shot. 
their own I team. Mean, that not, was, not to bring them up again. That was he w- was he he was one of the very few quarterbacks to win a playoff game after getting sacked like eight plus times. I think it was yes. like Len Dawson and Donovan McNabb. I think were the other yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Titans. That was the I think that was the most sacks in a playoff game ever. The Titans. So they they set NFL yeah. history and lost. Um. But it, it sounds to me like we're kind of leaning towards a probable Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. Is that that's what most people? That's like the consensus, popular mainstream. I think now, the Chiefs wanna, are in it, and I think it's a toss up for the Rams Niners. I I just want to ask you guys: Do you guys remember what the last game was that those two teams played against each other? Was it the crazy, super high scoring, like awesome yes. game? Yes, it was. 2018, November 19th, 2018, in at Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, Monday Night Football, Rams 54, wow. Kansas City Chiefs 51. That's um, awesome. And that's with Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With Jared Goff. <laughs> wow. That's the difference. It's and, true. And, no and he's pretty bad. <laughs> and no Odell Beckham. So, you know, I mean, and they're going to be Brandon right Cooks. back. If, if but that, that was Todd Gurley's like awesome matchup, year. If that is the Super Bowl that. matchup, they're going to be right back in Los Angeles for that. I mean, could we be setting ourselves up for an even better game than that one? I mean, that would be pretty cool. I mean, I'm still definitely going to root for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. But, I mean, that would. I, I'm not going to complain. I don't think I'm going to complain either way. Any combo. Yeah, I think I don't think there's a appealing. combo. That wait, so uh we all we all think the Chiefs are gonna win. I think so. I can't pick that one. I, I, I want straight up. I, I like I mean, yeah, I really want the Bengals to win, but I do think they have like a really good shot. I oh. I think it's really fifty fifty on that one. The other one is not quite fifty fifty. I feel pr- like fairly confident that the Rams will win, but there's always a good chance the Niners manage to pull it out, but I'm leaning towards Dude, see that's the thing. I'm leaning towards a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl, but it could go completely the that's other way. That's the thing, man. The more I think about this and the the more times I realize I've said it. the same thing for the Niners the past two playoff games. Jimmy G's not that great. I like the quarterback comparison. I like the other the opposing team's yeah. quarterback more. I'll yeah, take yeah. I'll take that team, right? But even uh, the Dallas game, I thought they would win. I thought they would win that one. But once they got to uh, Green Bay, I was like, okay, that's where it ends. I mean, and the more I think about it, the more they just they win. And I, the thing that scares me is that the defense is going to have a a great game, shut down Matt Stafford, and then they just able to run the ball, and then the Niners win again. They're a hard team to pick. I think the Rams will win though, but it's just it's a hard game. You're kind of you, liking my yeah, it's plus three and a half at this point. to end COVID. Yeah, <laughs> David, didn't help us out. Didn't you and I both I pick the Packers over the Niners? I did, dude. I week? thought I was so confident in that. Yeah, yeah I, I think everybody was with you on that one. Yeah, I mean, no I, I stole it as my lock of the week. <laughs> double, I, did, I remember double, that. Double it was week one of the Friday crew. Hey, and I'm like, he's stealing already. Speaking speaking of that crew, I I was on the Bengals. Dylan McCoy's here? Oh, no, I thought that's what you were no about chance, to say. No chance. Oh, dude, that would have been hype. All right, no, all right what is it? I was going to say, last week, I was the only one on the Bengals plus three and a half. I'll, I'll take you my were. credit now. <laughs> you decided to let us all know, too. Little... Yeah, right. As soon as it happened, I typed oh. it into the chat. Gotta let you all know. Gotta let you all know. Because I u- see, here's the thing. I used that lock for Thursday and Friday crew. So it wasn't just you. It was a double whammy. McCoy. It was also the three other guys that weren't with me on you know yesterday or last week. So I had to let everybody know, yeah, but to let everyone Joe know. Joe Shiesty, baby, but, th- but I'm, I don't think they beat Joe, the Chiefs, dude. I can't do the Joe Burr. Joe Burr. 
That's pretty good. Okay. That's pretty that good, Jake. That was pretty good, Jake. <laughs> I, I, I don't think they get past the Chiefs, though. Mahomes is that guy. It was. I think it's going to be Bills or Chiefs every year that represents the AFC. It, it's a compare it. The way I look at this is the Chiefs are like the Patriots, uh, or I should say Mahomes is like Tom Brady, Josh Allen's like Peyton Manning, and then Joe Burrow's like Ben Roethlisberger. I would throw in one more. Years. So so what you're and then, saying And then is, Justin Herbert is Philip Rivers. What you're saying Oh, is, wow. I, I mean... Okay. Think about it. Super okay, talented okay. quarterback. Okay. And just barely doesn't make the playoffs a whole lot. A whole lot. It's second year. I'm just saying. I think that's where they go. The Chargers are kind of like that team. Uh, the I the don't. Bengals. Joe Burrow could be like Ben Roethlisberger, where they make a couple runs, they get in the Super Bowl a couple times. When 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 they beat Manning, or or I guess when they beat Manning or Brady, and they're out. That's when Roethlisberger stepped up. Right now, we're seeing a game where Peyton Manning, I guess the comparison, you know, Mahomes and Allen play each other divisional round. One of them has to go, and then it leaves room for Burrow to face the next guy. You know what I mean? It's con- yes. That's the comparison. Yes. So, so that's wait, the comparison so wait. for me. Who in the NFC is going to be the new Eli Manning then? For, <laughs> to, to Patrick Mahomes' as Tom Brady? Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. No, I'm joking. No. Jimmy Garoppolo has not thrown a touchdown yet. I can't say <laughs> Definitely that. Definitely not. Um, cannot say that. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. I think looking looking in the future of the NFC, like, it's rough. are there any really good young quarterbacks like there that are super consistent? Like, it's all it's I mean, Rodgers, Brady, right now Stafford, but they're not he's like, not, he's not they're not young. young. No. Jalen Hurts, no. The Saints don't Jalen have a Hurts, quarterback. Yes. He's never winning the Super Bowl. I mean, he could improve. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I don't. I just don't think he's that good of a passer. He's not. Okay, so they don't have one. The Washington football team doesn't have one. They the don't Giants have a name. Are, the Giants are still. Yeah, December, uh, February second, couple days they'll reveal, reveal their name. Okay. Um, I. What? Why? This is oh, like. Yeah. I don't know. That's stupid. That's like LeBron. The decision. Yeah, I know. Oh, right? that, that's going to be fun to talk about for a whole week. That's that's a dumb thing to talk about. Just it's your name. Dak Prescott's a fraud. I'm trying to Oof. think. I'm trying to think of. I mean. Young quarterbacks in the NFC that Jeez. that could potentially lead a team to a Super Bowl. Kyler Murray, I guess, but I don't know how I like. They got blown out, man. They looked like garbage. Like they just all look Wait, bad. I got it. I got it. Don't you dare say Daniel Jones. No, not Daniel Jones. <sighs> Jake Fromm. Jameis Winston. Oh, no, he's not young anymore either. He's not young anymore either. He's almost <laughs> he's, like thirty. He's, he's, he's one of the youngest man. ones who's not like outright a rookie or a second or third year player. Like he's 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 one of the youngest quarterbacks. But you know what I mean? In the like yeah, yeah, yeah. Herbert Burrow, Josh Allen, Mahomes. Dude, those those even, four like, young quarterbacks all in the AFC. Who even in the Lamar, NFC? bro? Even Lamar. I don't AFC. even want to like say it, but Lamar's younger than Joe yeah. Burrow. Yeah, which I, is crazy. Yeah. It, all of the young quarterbacks that are very good are AFC. Yeah. I can't think of any in the NFC. I really can't. I mean, all besides Jalen Hurts, which we we could skip over. Justin Fields, another one. J- you see, like, <laughs> see, he's too young. To, he's too young to make. They're a decision both in about. that like trash. He's too like young. category, but yeah. I, I like them. Like, he's too young. To Justin make a decision Fields about. could be, but that would require the rest of the Bears' offense being good. Hey, you know they're get, they're flushing out. They got they're a new GM. Out. I yeah. like their hire. Ryan Poles. Anything could happen. I know Dennis Geisler, who's a part of this department. He's a Chicago fan, so probably happy with that signing. But I mean, we'll see what he probably. does. Probably, I would Speaking hope. Speaking of it's the good, Bears, good didn't they just hire a new head coach? Uh, yeah, they hired uh, Alfred. Some something. guy from the Colts. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I couldn't tell you who he is. Should we? I'll uh, figure it out. Should we go to break, and then when we come back, we'll discuss uh, the new coaching hires? Sure, it sounds like a plan, Jake. Uh, 
So that'll do it for our Locks of the Week segment and a little bit of extended NFL talk for this weekend. Championship rounds are this weekend, Sunday afternoon.